0: Now it's time for the rural news with Sally Murphy and Sally, farm sales are on the decline
1: they are, although they're expected to pick up later this spring with better weather and certainty around a new government. The latest Real Estate Institute of New Zealand figures show in the year to August, 1,085 farms were sold. That's 494 fewer than the same period last year. The median price per hectare for the three months to August was just under $25,000, an 8.3% drop on the same period last year. The Institute's rural spokesperson, Shane O'Brien says the slowdown was expected.
2: It's not an unsurprising drop given the time of year that um, we've come out of a very wet winter uh, and a lot of people were looking forward towards the spring market and getting the election out of the way. So it wasn't unexpected and already since then we've seen quite an increase in activity that I think will all go well for the next couple of months.
1: Does the election and having a new government just give people a bit more confidence about what's going to happen going forward?
2: I think it's more certainty rather than confidence. And it's just uh, when people are making big multi-million dollar decisions to buy properties, they want some certainty, not just around the the government, but also things like interest rates, farm incomes, uh, farm working expenses. So whilst I don't think it was any one thing in particular, I just think uh, it was just a bit of a perfect storm with all those variables just being a bit little uncertain at the same time. But I think uh, we're starting to see more and more certainty as the work's pass.
1: Shane O'Brien says interest in the carbon and forestry sector continues, but all recent decisions for land conversions have been declined by the Overseas Investment Office, which is having an impact.
2: We think it is. Uh, it's a bit early to tell because there's been a, been a bit of a standoff by a lot of the buyers looking at these sort of properties, waiting for the outcome of those, those decisions. Now that we've got some certainty around that, I think over the next uh, couple of months we'll definitely see some changes in the market as a consequence.
1: That's Shane O'Brien from the Real Estate Institute. To other news, a vegetable grower supplying failed online supermarket Soupy says it's a shame the business has had to shut. The Auckland-based business has gone into administration after a key investor stopped funding the start-up. Pukakoi grower Alan Fong, who's been supplying the company for a few months now, was told by Supi staff on Sunday his order of bok choy, cos lettuce and fennel had been cancelled as the website wasn't working. He was then contacted by PwC Liquidators on Monday who informed him the company had gone into voluntary administration owing around $3 million. Mr Fong hopes the The money Soupy owes him will be recovered, but he says he understands the difficulty of the situation. Predictions venison prices would reach the $10 mark have eventuated, providing a much-needed boost for farmers. Prices have been subdued in recent years, in part due to COVID lockdowns, forcing the closure of restaurants around the world, softening demand. Deer Industry New Zealand Chief Executive Innes Moffat says demand is rebounding, which is being reflected in the price.
2: So prices for venison uh, are up about a dollar on they were last year. So there are contracts out for the spring supply of around $10.30 to $10.50, depending upon the company. Venison producers are subjected to increasing costs, but it's certainly a, a good increase on where we were this time last year.
1: Innes Moffat says the higher prices will need to be maintained next year before confidence fully returns to venison, but signs are good and the farmer mood is positive. Bad weather which has lashed parts of Northland and Coromandel is easing, with strong winds dying down and floodwaters receding. Ex-cyclone Lola started hitting the regions on Sunday, bringing heavy downpours and strong gusts. In Northland, a farmer says 160 millimetres of rain has fallen since Sunday, but things have calmed down and river levels are receding. In Coromandel, Federated Farmers President Rob Craw says winds have destroyed some sheds and downed trees, but the damage is minimal. He says there's a bit of flooding further south in Pidoa, but nothing farmers can't handle. Meanwhile, West Coast farmers are feeling confident heading into a hot, dry summer. The region's Federated Farmers President, Bede O'Connor, says farms are not flush with grass, but it's been a good spring with little pasture damage. He says there's been plenty of rain, so even a week of warm weather would sprout some decent growth. And just lastly, a Hawke's Bay grower is hopeful their cyclone-damaged cherry orchard will be up and running again in time for Christmas. Riverside cherries lost 10 hectares of apples and half a hectare of cherries when Cyclone Gabrielle caused the Naruroro River to burst its bank, tearing through its orchards. Owner Jera Fanbake says over the last eight months, a huge amount of work has gone into getting the cherry blocks back up and running.
0: We fortunately have been able to plant that back on our beer land what we lost, we have replanted in young trees, and then we had to start the big job of repairing our cages. So our cherries are completely netted in large poles with nets around to keep the birds out. And they were completely washed away and broken and was quite a, quite a job. And we actually, today, we're still busy doing the final closure of those cages because uh, once you get a bit of color on cherries, the birds just go absolutely nuts. Fortunately, we have got a nice crop hanging there. Not as big. The cyclone has had an effect. So the crop is not as heavy as we would like it to be, but we've got a crop. We've got our own pack house, which was also completely uh, washed out. We're now in the process of, of rebuilding that pack house and rebuilding the machinery. We, a cool store was completely written off. We had to rebuild that. And it's all going to be done in the nick of time, but it will happen. So we will be able to supply our customers, our loyal customers,
1: Mr Van Bakes says it wouldn't be possible without the mahi of volunteers, their team and the community.
0: Um, I'm getting a bit emotional here, which yeah. I have been right through. Um, this, the volunteers on day two and three have made it possible that we could arrive at this point here now. You know, they helped us right through. As as individuals, we would have never been able to do this. Our staff, the volunteers, they worked so hard to get us to this point. And that's really what
2: we're grateful for.
1: That's Gerrith Van Baker of Riverside Cherries, and that's the rural news for today. Kia pai, tora.